This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, I feel like when it comes to betting and people presenting their cases, I feel like it should be a, cor- a courtroom scenario. You know, yeah. like have one person state their case mm-hmm. for team one, and then the other person state their case for team two, and then... One of us gets a, what is it, a gavel? And yeah. we can like tap it and then say order in the court and then objection and you know, all the lawyer words. And I feel like that would be a fun way to present some of these bets. All the lawyer words. Ooh, you know what we should do? We should do this and then someone gets to cross examine. That's the best part when you get to go in and you get to say something like, let me get this straight. The Memphis Grizzlies are nine and one against the number in their last 10. This is a fact. And you're going against the Grizzlies tonight. Is that correct? And you start stating your case. I say, it's a yes or no answer, Chelsea. Oh, that could be great. And then we have someone, maybe, or here's another idea. We have like a Judge Chelsea, and you put on a robe, a flowing black robe, to show everyone you're in charge. And two people present their sides, and you get, oh, you would love this. You get to hold the gavel, and you can just slam it home and tell us who wins. Well, listen, I think we need to cross-examine the chalk donkey about every single one of his god-awful bets. You know, go ahead and show the donkey. Let's see what the donkey's up to. Mm-hmm. Oh, even oh. though I'd probably be a little easier on him because he is so cute. Not me. I hope he goes to a cell and I hope he gets roughed up. Hope he gets the old prison treatment. That's what you get, buddy. Gosh. That's what you get for losing people money. That's a crime. Well, that's going down, you know, a weird road. But no, it's let's not. Get back. <laughs> yes, it is. I, a donkey I'm just, getting roughed up in prison? He's a donkey. Yeah, that's what that's what happens. to. Look oh. at this guy. Look at this guy. I have to go the other way to point to the donkey. He's over here. Wait, is this right? Uh, the yeah. donkey is a guy who gives losing bets. What he puts a cute little smile on his face, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's so cute. Here's the thing. You hated the donkster. You used to hate the donkster, and then he appeared in studio. Look at this guy. And you saw him with a smile on his face. And every time, every single time we cut away to him, you go, oh, you're getting suckered in. I'm not a sucker. I'm going to win money. I'm fading this cat. For those of you wondering what's going on, you know, if you're listening on the radio, we have now made a stuffed donkey, the mascot mm-hmm. for BetQL. So we take all of our frustrations out on this mascot. So uh, I talked about cross-examination and stating your case. Listen. There's a guy that really needs to have a good argument for one of the statements that he has been making this week. He is Joe G. He is the co-host of BetQL Daily. Immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evenings. And Joe Gillio is calling 
for an upset in the first round of the NFL playoffs because he thinks the Eagles, who are getting eight and a half points, have a shot at beating the Bucks. So, Joe G, we're going to start off hot. <laughs> State your case <laughs> for Eagles' money line. Yeah, I feel like this is mock trial. I feel like I'm back in uh, in college or high school here. I got to stay. Got to stand in front of the class, state my case. Uh, but no, I'm happy to, guys. This is a uh, this is a fun weekend. And uh, yes, I'm on the upset on Sunday in Tampa Bay. So, so here's my thought on this game. And it's funny. I, I was trying to think of this as you guys set it up in the in the the way of like if I was presenting this in front of a trial, if I was. Well, here would be my case, and here's how I'd hook the jury in. I think perception is not reality with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, look at that team and look at their run defense, guys, over the past eight weeks. They have cratered. They've become one of the worst run defenses in the NFL for the better part of two months, and here comes the best rushing offense. You add in the weather down there in Tampa Bay and all the injuries they have on offense, I think it's a recipe for a close game and one I think the Eagles could pull out in the end. So you say you're on the Eagles, Joe G, but is it true or is it not true that back in 2004 you were convicted of racketeering? What? Jeez, Jake. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm really fascinated with this idea of grilling people on the stand. That's not true. So Joe G, when you talk about the Eagles, and I understand this spread is is it seems way too big. So if I'm betting Eagles Bucks, I'm on the Philly side with you. But looking ahead beyond the Bucks, how do you think they could actually make the Super Bowl when it's it's not just going to the Bucks, it's potentially going to Green Bay? Do they really it seems like this is a team that is just a year or two, maybe a couple years away from really putting it together just because they don't have that explosiveness that these top tier teams do have, especially on offense. Yeah, well, I agree with your premise. And I would say my my feeling would be if they can win this game on on Sunday, that's probably where their run ends. It would be a lot to ask them to go, and maybe it'd be on a short week. Who knows what the schedule will be next week. But then to go to Lambeau Field and beat the Packers next week and then you know take on whoever's left in the NFC title game. I know the Eagles are an interesting – the long shot is so big. If you think they could win this weekend, it's interesting to look at their odds to get to or to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to do it, Jenks. I'm with you on that. I think they can win one game. And that's probably it. It kind of reminds me a little bit, and I'm not saying this quarterback could become as good or the team's going to become as good, but kind of like that Seahawks team with Russell Wilson in his rookie year. They got to the playoffs, they won a game, and they beat RG3 in Washington, and they lost the next week to the number one seed. And then after that, they, they obviously made some Super Bowls, and they were really good for a couple of years. So there's potential. We'll see how good they get. But, Jenks, I would agree with you um, that they probably can only win one game. But as far as the explosive plays thing, let, let me just bring this up because they don't look explosive the way they play. The Eagles lead the NFL in explosive play differential this year in terms of plays they've made on offense versus plays they've allowed on defense. I feel like they make more explosive plays than people give them credit for, especially in the run game, and they don't give up almost any second best in the NFL in allowing explosive plays. It's an interesting um, offense and defense they have. All right, so I think the odds are stacked against you when trying to sway this jury to bet against Tom Brady. But I've got to hear some more arguments because I did see your article and you made some pretty compelling points. And one of the more interesting ones was the Bucks defense against running quarterbacks. Do you think Jalen Hurts is going to have a big day against his Bucks defense? I do. And I know, Chelsea, a lot of people are going to put the props in for this weekend. And, uh, and we, have, we have a bigger audience now, especially in the state of New York, that, uh, that can have fun along with us. So I think a Jalen Hurts rushing prop, Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown prop is, is definitely an interesting angle. And, Chelsea, you look at what running quarterbacks have done in the Bucs, and I went back last eight weeks and just how bad that Bucks rush defense has been. 
especially since Levante David has gone out. I mean, he's their run-stopping linebacker, and they might not have him this week. JPP could be back. Shaq Barrett could be back. Really good players, really good pass rushers, but Levante David makes their run defense really go, and Bruce Arians has been very noncommittal if he's going to be ready, and I heard Adam Schefter say probably not uh, last night on SportsCenter. So if he's not there, I would look to Jalen Hurts. Running quarterbacks average almost six yards per rush the last eight weeks against them, including Josh Allen going for over 100. Now, last week, Jalen Hurts got to rest. I really think the key to an Eagles upset was not having to play last week. They clinched in Week 17. They basically just took last week off. They had 12 practice squad players out there. But most importantly, Jalen Hurts didn't have to play. So that injured ankle, which really I don't think has been right since he hurt it in New York in late November, he got to take a week off. And yesterday was the first time in six weeks he was a full participant in practice on a Wednesday. He's ready. He's back. I think his ankle's as good as it's been all year. And I think he's going to run for a lot of yards on Sunday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Joe G., when you talk about these top-tier teams that are most favored to win it all, and, of course, you talk about the Bucks, the Packers, or the Bills, the Chiefs, what is one of those teams, those maybe mid-seed teams, that, that has the potential to make a run to the Super Bowl that isn't quite up there near the top but certainly has the, the roster and the potential to do so? Yeah, it's a fun question. Yesterday on, uh, on BetQL Daily, we did a Super Bowl odds draft where we kind of went around and, and picked teams based on the Super Bowl odds and then saw what we had at the end. And, and one team I didn't get in the draft, but I did want at around 22-1, to 1, were the New England Patriots. Guys, I think their path is interesting here. Uh, I know it's a rookie quarterback, and I know they struggled a little bit in December and not, not quite as dynamic as they were in that seven-game winning streak. But their road includes a game on Saturday against Buffalo. Uh, and against the Bills team that just, quite frankly, I don't think is built for January football. I mean, the Bills' ceiling is higher than the Patriots. I think we'd all agree on that. They could go and beat anyone on their best day. But Josh Allen has a 50% completion percentage in his career in freezing temperatures. They don't play well in the cold, which is kind of a big deal if you have your home games in, in Buffalo. So I, I think the Patriots can win this game on Saturday. If they do that, Jenks, look at the way the pass would line up. They would then probably assuming the Raiders don't win in, in Cincinnati, they would be the lowest seed left. That means they go to Tennessee. I think a, a vulnerable number one seed, not a classic number one seed. So if they could win this week, they're in Tennessee next week. I don't think that the Patriots in the AFC championship game is a crazy path there. So for that, with the odds, I think the Patriots 22-1 to 1 is interesting. So let's look at the rest of the slate. We've talked about a couple games. Are there any other games that particularly have caught your eye from a betting standpoint? Yeah, well, I mean, the Dallas and the, um, the, the you know, San Francisco game is, is the best probably game of the weekend. I, mean, I think it's the toughest game of the weekend to call. Uh, you know, either of those teams you see could see winning the game. So, you know, on that, you kind of think, do I just take the points with San Francisco? But I, I keep going back to I, which quarterback do I trust here not to make the big mistake? And I like both these quarterbacks. And I actually think Jimmy G is better than, than a lot of people do. He's, he's a good quarterback, but he does have a tendency. And it, it happened last week. They got, they got away with it to have a back-breaking interception. And I feel like in a game like this, um, the, the Dak Prescott will make one less mistake. And 
I really am following the Trent Williams injury situation, guys. He didn't play last week, and they were able to get through, but he's the best left tackle in football. And if they have to go to Dallas against the Marcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons and that pass rush and not have the best left tackle in football, he didn't practice yesterday, I think that really would be a big deal for San Francisco. So I, I like the Dallas side of this at three uh, in a game that I think is going to be uh, really tight, but I, I think, think Dallas at the end will make one less mistake. Counselor, you've made some compelling arguments. We're going to have to go back in the chambers and discuss and come up with, you know, what we think the verdict on some of your plays, but certainly some great arguments and insights from Joe Gilio, the co-host of BetQL Daily, immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Joe, thanks for coming on the show and making some great points. You got it, guys. Enjoy Wild Card Weekend. I'll anxiously, anxiously be awaiting the verdict. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, do you think the Eagles can pull off an upset? I'm not so sure. Oh, I don't know. Certainly, Joe G makes a great point, and he knows what he's talking about. It's a hard sell for me, though. The Eagles feel like a team, to me, that are overachieving, which is a credit to Nick Sirianni and how he's put together this run after they started 3-6. and six. But I just don't know. To me... If you look at, and I know I'm repeating myself, but if you look at the teams that are favored to win it all, they have an explosive quality to them. The Chiefs can go off at any time. So can the Bills. So can the Packers. So can the Bucks. They just have an offensive set of players that the Eagles just don't have. The Eagles want to slow you down. They want to run the football, and that works to a certain extent in the NFC East, which isn't a great conference or isn't a great division. But overall, I just don't think they have the horses to do it. When it comes to the postseason and the playoffs, I think on paper, like he makes some really great arguments for how the Eagles might match up actually pretty well against the Bucks. Mm -hmm. talking about the running quarterbacks having success against his Bucks defense. And like he said, the Bucks are still nursing some injuries. It is not the Bucks team that we all saw at the first of the season. They have right. really hit a, a downward, downward slump where they're just not nearly as dominant. So I do think the Eagles in the points is the play. But when it comes down to it, if there was two minutes left on the clock and Tom Brady has a shot to win this game, like, do you really want to be holding an Eagles money line ticket? Like, I just feel like in the playoffs, that is the deciding factor. If you have a quarterback that can, you know, get your team back, uh, you know, to winning in the final two minutes of the game, like, it's really hard to bet against those type of guys. For sure. And you can flip that argument and say, let's say the Bucks are leading late. Do you trust Jalen Hurts and his arm to lead the Eagles down the field? I don't. And can, and also something we haven't really talked about too much, Chelsea, is that we focus so much on the Bucks receivers or lack thereof because we know about Antonio Brown. We know about Chris Godwin. But remember, Leonard Fournette is back at practice for the Bucks. That is going to be huge for Tampa because not only is he clearly a factor in the running game, he is their best running back. He hasn't been playing. He also is very good out of the backfield catching passes, which is another weapon that Tom Brady can use. So I, I just, I'm like you, Tom late in the game with another weapon at his disposal, whether he needs a late game drive or not, I don't know what, what's going to happen there, but clearly that's the quarterback you trust. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.